Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, TCK Botters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 411. Today we have a mock draft. We're going over the running back draft strategy. Today I have a special guest, my man Kyle Dozier of Boom Bust Fantasy Football. We'll bring him on in just a second. But before we do that, I want to just let you all know that we're going to purposely draft in two different running back strategies for this exercise. Now, you all know that I do not encourage, and really the fantasy football industry in general never encourages you to go into a draft and have a draft strategy concrete, right? You always want to be flexible. Um, I know that Kyle has a certain style of draft he likes to do per usual. We'll get into that later on. I also like to draft a certain way and get certain guys in positions in certain areas. However, it doesn't always crumble the way you want it to, so you need to be flexible. So today, I am purposely doing a zero RB approach. And if you're unfamiliar with zero RB, it's the idea that you don't take a running back for at least five rounds, maybe six rounds. So you could take any other position other than a running back for the first five to six rounds. I'm going to do it that style to see what my team looks like. And Kyle is going to go the other way, and he is purposely going to draft running back heavy. So he's going to pick a running back at least the first three rounds. And depending on who falls to him in the fourth and fifth, he might even go heavier than that. And we're going to basically just take each side of that coin and see how our team's uh, end up at the uh, end of the episode, and we will share those, of course. We do have a couple friends of ours in the mock draft, so we appreciate you joining us. We'll get that started in just one minute. Before we bring Kyle on, I do want to get through our sponsors and give some shout-outs really quick here at the beginning of the podcast, and we'll roll into our mock draft. We're talking about draft boards. We're talking about mock drafts today. I want to give a huge shout-out to our new friends at Draft Wizard Red Zone. Red Zone Draft Board, yo, www.draft.com with redzone.com tck for 10 percent off of your draft boards you hear bobby talk about this all the time it's not just a draft board if you're doing live drafts right the pandemic is loosening a little bit for those of you that are living in states oregon is not one of them oregon is still very strict but those of you living in states that might be a little more loose you might be able to have a live draft this summer if you're doing that make sure to get a live draft board and a live draft kit it's the board, it's the stickers, it's the trophy, it's the ring, right? It's some some uh, smack talk uh, stickers as well. You can get all of that at Red Zone, draftwithredzone.com, TCK for 10% off. Hit up our friends over at Red Zone Draft Boards. Next up, we have Bomb Banana Hot Sauce, banana-based, not banana-flavored, absolutely delicious. When you're drafting, you can use that Bomb Banana Hot Sauce to put on your nachos, your pizza, your wings, whatever it is. Grab some bomb banana hot sauce, banana base, not banana flavored. Seekthespice.com, TCK for 10% off of this order as well. You have the white label that is a little more mild. For those of you that like spice, you have the red, the muy muy label as well. Once again, bomb banana, banana based hot sauce, seekthespice.com. And finally, our good friends at the Jersey Jungle, DM them 
at the Jersey Jungle on K to save 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. You can see behind me here, I have the Larry Fitzgerald and a Colin Kaepernick jersey, both of those coming from the Jersey Jungle. They are stitch and twill, just authentic like the game-worn jerseys. They're nice patches. They're not you know, melted on so they come off in the dryer. These are really clean, authentically worn jerseys. You have baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey as well. Go to Jersey Jungle on Instagram. Hit my boy Trenton up. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys shouts out to red zone draft boards bomb banana hot sauce and the jersey jungle without any further ado i'd like to bring in my man kyle dozier of the boom bust fantasy football squad what's up brothers great to have you on man thank you for joining us for this mock draft hey thanks for having me man i always love to do a good uh good mock draft i was actually digging the uh the plugs there the red zone uh draft board is kind of neat like it, i haven't done a board with stickers in a while <laughs> there you go man live draft board i'm gonna i'm gonna be repping the the rest of theirs they're rolling out the draft boards right now they just kicked it off in july and uh they're gonna be uh coming out in august as well so my home league has been we're about 15 years running now and we have uh we have a live draft when we can have it obviously it's been tough with the pandemic but um we always do a live draft it's a lot of fun so for those of you doing it hit that up and um Look, man, first time on the podcast. I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we got to get Broski on here eventually as yes. well. We will we will do that in due time. But tell me a little bit about uh, Boom Bust and, and what you guys have going on over there. Well, uh, basically, we decided um, a few months back, we're a very, very young page, um, decided that, hey, we love fantasy football. We're addicts, you know, and give me some <laughs> more of that football. And Aren't we all? <laughs> decided, hey why don't we put it on the internet and see if maybe, you know, other people enjoy us as much as we do. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, we made a YouTube channel and a Instagram page, and we've been joining leagues left and right. We've joined a charity league with you, with Dom mm-hmm. from Fantasy Football State of Mind, and, um, you know, just been turning over stones, and we've been teasing a big project over on our channel, which you've come in on, but we'll we'll hold off on the yeah. details for now on that. But uh, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. So you have a you have a fresh account, but you guys are, have a lot of things cooking already. Yeah. And uh, and Bobby and I, there. yeah, Bobby and I had a great uh, chat with you guys last night, and um, just good camaraderie right off the bat. We're in a couple leagues together as well. So TCK Potters, make sure you hit up. Boom Bust Fantasy Football on Instagram. They're growing that Instagram. There's that shirt. Boom. You can even get some swag. I love that. Um, and we got my man Kyle in, and uh, we will have to um, get the rest of the team in another time. All right, man. Without any further ado, let's jump into this mock draft here. I've got it pulled up on Sleeper, and I know this is kind of a, a squish screen. I apologize for the listeners out there. If you're watching on YouTube here, you can follow along with our draft board. If you're following after the fact on the podcast, um, then we will try to break it down as as best we can as we go along here. Now, um, we do have – now, I picked the 11 spot on purpose. Again, if you find yourself at the back end of the draft, reality is you're probably not going to get top running backs anyway. So if you're there, I'm going to try to see what it looks like if you go top wide receivers instead. So I'm going to do that at uh, zero RB approach for the exercise. And Kyle, you chose to go up front. So why did you pick number three and what's going to be your strategy here? Yeah, I picked number three uh, when I decided to go running back heavy. I was like, well, 
if you're in the top half, it's kind of the best way to illustrate uh, how that strategy can work out. So, um, yeah, I just figured I'd go here and kind of illustrate. But like you said, if you're in the second half, my draft strategy would definitely change. Yep. Um, and also, like you talked about in your intro, like I have other things I typically like to do, but for the purposes of this draft, I'll stick with pure running back in the first few rounds here. There you go. <laughs> and it's good. And and this is what mock drafts are all about, right? Because you can try any strategy yeah. you want here and see how your team works out. And if you're like, whoa, that's actually a pretty sweet team, you note that down. If you go, eh, you know what? <laughs> Maybe that's not my style. Then I'm you just chuck it. Yeah, <laughs> chuck it and do something else. So good Definitely. idea there. All right, man. We got uh Lepiscopo show. Shouts out to him. He helped out tremendously in our draft guide last year, so big ups there. Lucas Kaser, of course, always in the place. Kyle's rolling at number three. Curly in the nine spot tonight. I'm in the 11, and, of course, we have a couple banking spots. We're going to let the computer speed this up a little bit, and it is a mock draft, so we'll be going through this pretty quickly. Uh, Kyle, you're going to be on the clock here shortly. Why don't you talk us through who you're hoping to get out of the big three here? This is uh, full PPR and redraft and single quarterbacks. We're not doing super flex. This is not dynasty. This is redraft, single quarterback, and full PPR. I'm going to kick it off right now. Lepscopo's on the clock. We have one minute to pick just to kind of speed it up for the podcast. Also, I'm going to go through the roster settings really quickly here while we wait. We're doing one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and one flex, just five bench positions. I like to have seven plus, um, plus maybe a couple IRs as well. Um, But ultimately – it just, you know, speeds up the podcast, honestly, and the episode. So you're on the clock here right away, man. You have, uh, let's see, Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara going number two. That's kind of a surprise. So you got yeah, for me, pick of the litter, what you want. Kamara's a little bit of a surprise at two. I was hoping to get uh, – obviously, I was looking at Cook or Henry here at three. Even in a PPR, Henry, just a monster running back, especially for redraft and everything. But I've got my pick of the two. For me, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook because he's going to get those extra points for you receiving the football. And, of course, our auto-draft went, Oof. oh, Oof. my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, so and again, I'm going, to, I'm going to recap this best we can for the podcast listeners that can't see the screen live. CMC Camara, you went with Dalvin Cook, Henry Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Nick Chubb are the first eight picks off the board. So, again, all running back so far. We'll see what Curly does here. I'm up in three picks. I'm purposely not picking a running back for the exercise, but you, to be honest you, with you, you wouldn't have been wouldn't, able to anyway. I wouldn't have been able to anyway. All right, Curly goes with Travis Kelsey above the wide receivers. So I'm on the clock right now, and here's the deal. This comes down to do I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to come back to uh, Green Bay? Um, I do. I do too. And I think I will go with that. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams because assuming he plays, he's a league winner. Um, Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones go after that. And then this one's tricky. I got to put my money where my mouth is here really quick. So I'm going to do this. But I love Stephon Diggs. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I love. I mean, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. No, I thought absolutely. about maybe my boy Kittle, maybe Darren Waller because they're definitely not coming back to me. But you know what? I just – did our last episode, we had our studs and our duds from the NFC West. My stud, even in the second round, was DK Metcalf. I had a 15-minute rant about how much I love DK Metcalf. And I posted on Twitter today, and, and it got you know guns a-blazing. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is here. And assuming 
uh, Devontae Adams plays, we know what Devontae Adams is. Probably the number one wide receiver if he stays healthy. DK Metcalf, he's the third wide receiver off the board. It might be a little bit of a reach, but the reality is here, Kyle, I don't get to pick for another 20-plus picks. I want my guys, and I'm going to go with DK Metcalf and Devontae Adams. You are uh, back on the clock here. I'm going to roll off a couple before you get going. Hopkins, Mixon, Diggs, A.J. Brown, Akers, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback. Now, I know you want to go tight end here before the exercise. We'll go running back again. (laughs) Who are you looking at? Yeah, I definitely typically would grab George Kittle in a heartbeat right here. But Mm. for purposes of running back heavy, I'm actually going to grab Najee Harris. I like Um, it. Nice little rookie running back there. Uh, drafted to be the workhorse in Pittsburgh. And I'm loving that Cook Harris combo right there. I think and he's gonna be I think he's gonna get a lot more work in the pass game than people are giving him credit for as well. I think so too. I think so too. I mean if you look at the history, like Le'Veon Bell, how many catches a year did he have when he was the you know, the head honcho there? You're right. All right. While well, you make your third pick here, another running back, uh Ridley, Antonio Gibson. That would have been nice for you to grab on the turn there. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas <laughs> and George Kittle. So you're back on the clock here. Uh, who are you feeling for your third running back? Well, I'm skipping Dobbins uh intentionally because I just between Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson on the goal line, I just really and they don't throw to their running backs very often. I'm not a very big JK Dobbins fan. Um I do, however, think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has the opportunity to have a huge bounce-back season in that offense. There's no way he doesn't positively regress in TDs. So that's the pick. I like that. Dobbins goes right after you. Then we have Allen Robinson, who I love this year. Looks like he's going to play on the franchise tag uh, this year. So um, he will probably be out of Chicago next year, which I I love. You can probably get Allen Robinson – cheap in dynasty right now and i would do that still a lot younger than i think people realize miles sanders deandre swift terry mclaurin keenan allen who is what i who i wanted here um curly took him chris carson and i am up okay let's take a look here and i believe and that's correct this is a no-brainer i'm gonna Uh go with my man darren waller here (laughs) that's what i was thinking too i was like you gotta go to waller there (laughs) i gotta go darren waller here um so again i'm done at tight end I have two great wide receivers. I'm going to go with another one. I wanted my man Julio, too. That's okay. Mm. Josh Jacobs goes, and now I've got another one. I'm not going to go another tight end. Too early for quarterback for me yet. Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. Man, there's so many options here. Again, I don't pick for quite a while. Mm, This is tough. A lot of options right here. Yeah. This might not be popular. I might go Cooper Cup here. Um Really? I love CeeDee Lamb. Mike Evans, Godwin. I'm not picking Amari Cooper. I'm worried about his foot. Uh, I'm worried that the Buccaneers are going to eat each other. So next up is Cooper Cup for me. He's got the touchdown upside. He now has Matt Stafford. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes after me. Curly is back on the clock. And Kyle, you will be on the clock here in just a second. Now, for the purposes of running back heavy, if you see somebody you like here, go with one more running back. If you don't, then the floor is yours. So I'll leave that open to you now that you have your three uh, running backs for the uh, the strategy here. But um, okay. I like, man, I like some of these teams already, man. Curly went with Kelsey, but he got Mixon, Keenan Allen, Demon after that. Kyler Murray goes, Mike Evans, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. That's tough. I think you probably would have maybe gone Andrews there. 
Chris Godwin, and you were on the clock, man. Do you see a running back that you like still, or do you want to move on to another position at this point? Let's see here. I'm looking at well, – you, while you think about it, I'm going to read it off for podcasters. Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Miles Boykin, Melvin Gordon. Those are the top available running backs. Wide receivers, Cooper, DJ Moore, Woods, Thielen, Chase Lamb. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson's the last big one. And then Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Herbert, if you wanted to go quarterback. Hmm. 20 seconds. Yeah, I am actually going to grab one more running back here. I'm going to grab grab uh, Travis Etienne. Nice. What are your thoughts on Travis Etienne? I'm I have mixed I have mixed feelings. I don't dislike him by any means. Well, I just have mixed feelings. I mean, obviously they drafted him high, so they're going to use him, but I don't think he's going to be a full-blown James Robinson replacement. I agree. I think they're going to use them both pretty creatively. He's going to get uh probably way more uh receptions than Robinson. But uh, the kid's just too good with the ball in his hand. Like they're gonna. Yeah, he should be able to have. Yeah, he should. He's be gonna have some big games, yeah. and yeah. I agree, and he's gonna have a nice reception floor. Your team's looking really nice, man. You have Dalvin Cook, obviously a great pass catcher as well. PPR upside. Nahim, or excuse me, um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Travis Etienne, who should be good quality pass catchers. And Najee Harris, I think, could surprise as well. So your full running back team is nasty right now. Um, you think another running back, or do you want to move on at this point? Actually, I'm moving on right here. I'm going to take the last of what I would consider the top of the tight ends and grab Hawkinson. I like that move a lot. And, man, you can just you can just pound wide receiver here for, what, five, six rounds yeah. and yeah, still get a late-round quarterback of, if you want. There's a lot of high upside receivers left. It's taken me a while to kind of come around on Hawkinson. Uh, with Stafford leaving, but I th- I think uh, Goff is still going to be pretty good for him. I uh, agree. The, the I, more the more I kind of dig in and research, and uh, I, I think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be top three. Some guys are way high on him. I'm not that high yet, but I definitely think he's the last of uh, before a huge drop off at the position. I agree. Um, assuming he is healthy. Again, I'm going zero RB on purpose. We're in the fifth round. My, uh, I'm choosing right now between Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert. Everybody knows how much I love my man Justin Herbert. I picked him in probably every other mock. So just for science, I'm going to go ahead and assume Dak Prescott is healthy, and I'm going to go with Dak here as my. It's going to come back around to me, Herbert. I'm picking Dak as well. Uh. Nice, <laughs> and I'm actually going to go here and. Um, I'm looking at the wide receivers available. I'm going to go at least one more round without a running back. Let me just take a look at the running backs. Kareem Hunt, Gaskin. Kareem Hunt would be my pick. Um, but I think I will be all right going elsewhere. Uh, Odell Beckham, who I actually think will bounce back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Brandon Ayuk, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins. Again, crazy depth here with wide receivers. I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Here, I think he takes another step with eventually Trey Lance. I just highlighted him as well in our studs and duds. So I have two of my, actually three of them in that episode, believe it or not. I have DK and uh, Brandon Ayuk, who I had as uh, studs and breakouts, and Bobby Lamarco actually highlighted uh, Cooper Cup. So I've got three 
of those guys out of my six picks. And I feel really good about my team with zero RB, but now it will be time to look for a running back here. Well, there um, just went a whole bunch of your upside of running back right there yep. too. <laughs> yep, yep, you're absolutely right. So you're on the clock. Why don't you make your next pick, and I'll rally off what just All happened right. here for last What game. I'm going to do is – I don't know yet. I'm looking at three guys here. I'm looking at Chark, Higgins, and Sutton. Um, I think Chenault's going to get quite a few looks. Jamar Chase and Cincy. Sutton is a stud whose ADP is way too low. I agree. So I'm grabbing Cortland Sutton. I think that's a good move. Let me blast off a handful of these picks here before you pick your next one, but you are going to be on the clock here again soon. I went with Dak Prescott after that, uh, Devonta Smith and Justin Herbert. I went with Ayuk, and then we had uh, Odell, and then a bunch of running backs, Gaskin, Hunt, uh, Fournette, Edmonds, Gordon, Deontay Johnson. You went with Cortland Sutton. We have uh, Javante Williams, T. Higgins, um, and then it's coming back around here. We're already in the seventh round. Um, just quickly, how do you feel about your squad here with your first – Four picks being running backs, and then T.J. Hawkinson and Cortland Sutton so far. You know, I'm I'm, I'm loving it. Obviously, my running backs are sick. Um, I got a top tight end, and my number one receiver is Sutton. I could definitely do a lot worse. Uh, wait until the sixth round to take my top receiver. Yep. Uh, so I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about it. Nice. I like it. I like your team a lot too. All right. Now we're. What back. are you feeling here? Uh, Debo Samuel and Noah Fant went off. You are back on the clock. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab Chark. All right. I got to be honest. I'm not crazy about Chark. Um, I mean, he's got big upside. He could still be the number one there. It's just a matter of what are they going to actually do in in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence and um, that offense. You know, are they going to – LaVisca Chenault is there. They brought in Marvin Jones. Um, I don't think it's a terrible pick. I just – just going to be interesting. Yeah, I agree. For me, compared to everything else on the board, I didn't see anything else I was real excited about. Uh, so I just went for the upside play there, honestly. All right. Okay, you went with DJ Shark, Juju, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Raheem Mostert, Jerry Judy, Kenyon Drake, who I would have taken. We're taking both of those guys here. Chase Claypool and Aaron Rodgers went off the board. I'm back on the clock. Um, I have gone six rounds without a running back, and I need to take a look at one. Um, there's a couple in here that I like. So I'm going to go with James Conner, who I know is not a sexy pick. But in zero RB, I think he could be the starter for a while, and he's going to have the touchdown upside. The Cardinals run the ball more than you would think in the red zone. A lot of it last year was Kyler Murray. But Kenyon Drake was very efficient last year. He is now out. James Conner will be that guy while he stays healthy. Need another running back here. Ronald Jones is catching my eye, but there's also Mike Davis. And again, because this is zero RB, I'm going to be picking a lot of flyers later in this draft. I want guys I can count on for the first three, four, five, six weeks. And that guy, as much as I'm not crazy about Mike Davis this year, he's going to get the volume. He can catch the ball. As we saw last year in Carolina, I got two starters in my opinion there with uh, James mm-hmm. Conner and Mike Davis. I was thinking Mike Davis also right there. Ronald Jones goes after that. We had Mike Kosicki and Jalen Waddle go before me on my turn. Curly is back on the clock. Uh, I really like my 
my top, top of my draft. Now, again, this is obviously assuming uh, Devontae Adams plays because clearly or Devontae Adams will play. This is assuming Rodgers is back in Green Bay, and if he's not, obviously I'm screwed. Uh, but I'm going to go with Devontae Adams here. DK Metcalf has top three upside, in my opinion. Darren Waller also could be the tight end one if Kelsey slips. Cooper Cup, I think, has uh, wide receiver one upside this year with the uh, upside in uh, Matt Stafford coming to town and touchdown upside. Dak Prescott, if he's healthy, he could be a top three quarterback as well. Brandon Ayuk, James Conner, and Mike Davis. You're back on the clock, my man. Take you through your next pick. So I need a quarterback. So I'm going to drop down here and grab Matt Stafford. like it. I think uh, I think he's got a lot of upside with McVay there in, in uh, Los Angeles now. <laughs> I almost said St. Louis. That's so long ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> showing my age a little bit there, I guess. That's all right, man. I, I grew up in the Bay Area, and I've been saying Oakland Raiders for – I'll probably say it the rest of my life, you know. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's Matt Stafford. It's still San Diego to me. Yeah, too. there you go. It's hard. Uh, Matt Stafford off the board. Then we had uh, Harris from the Patriots, Zach Moss, Trey Sermon, who would have been another good scoop for me if he fell, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah. And uh, you're back up on the clock here on one more pick. Tyler Boyd goes, and you are live. I wanted Sermon there. Nice. Actually, too. Uh, I started grabbing before Stafford and decided I need a quarterback first. Um, so. Uh, let's grab Rashad Bateman. Oh, I like that pick. I'm, cur- I'm curious to see what he does in that offense. I picked him up. I picked him up in the Scott Fishbowl, and that is that's best ball. And uh, I do expect a handful of games where he could go for you know 120 and two. Um, big body. They don't have that guy outside of Mark Andrews in in Baltimore. I like that. All right, Burrow, Watson, Brady goes off the board. Uh, Goddard, Gronk, AJ Dillon, Will Fuller. We're in the ninth round here, and I'm back on the clock looking for another running back. Let me take a look at the wide receivers, though, because I would like, I can still get great talent. Tight ends are done. I don't need a second quarterback yet. So, running back, Naheem Hines makes the most sense. All these guys here are handcuffs, but I think Naheem Hines has the best chance to have his own role. Off the bat, we saw two games last year where he had 100 total plus yards and two touchdowns. Um, I'm a fan of his uh, gymnastic backflip touchdown celebration. So <laughs> for that for that reason alone, I'm going to go with Naheem Hines here in the ninth round. Uh, Corey Davis and Marquise Brown go off, and now I'm looking at – do I need another – you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to go with my man A.B., I think Antonio Brown could have a huge season last year. He only played like the, you know the back half of the season last year, but in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, he went off. Brady wants him to be successful. I think that that's absolutely going to happen. And of the three Buccaneer wide receivers, Antonio Brown still might be the best one, even ten years older than the other guys. And <laughs> he is the cheapest by seven rounds. So by a lot, yeah. So getting Antonio Brown here in the tenth, I feel is a steal. Uh, Jalen Hurd, Ryan Tannehill. Robbie Anderson, Irv Smith, Logan Thomas, Michael Pittman, Michael Gallup go off the board, and you are back on the clock. Let's see. I'm going to slide down here a bit. I'm going to grab Gus Edwards. Go. Grab me another running back. I've gone long enough without another running back for a running back heavy strategy. I like it. That's and good, I think man. He's gonna, I think he's going to get plenty of work. Uh, 
I personally, I would have taken him over Hines, but oh, okay. uh, it's close. I mean, it's not. I'm just thinking. Well, I'm just thinking uh, PPR, you right? Know, and Gus Edwards is going to have the work, but um, they're not going to catch passes there. So, and then okay, I'm back on the clock, so I'm also going to grab Jamal Williams. They've been talking him up in Detroit ever since he got to town. Yep. So I think I think that's he could be a good, you know, flex play in a pinch on a bye weeks, you know. I totally agree. And we've only got two more or one more pick now. I've got two. Um oh, wow. but I agree there. Uh handful of picks went off. I'm gonna get through all those after I make my pick as it comes back to you. So let's see. I want to make sure I even have enough for a roster here. <laughs> I've got three running backs, I've got everything else. I want to be eligible. So I'm going to go back yeah, to the running back. Pick, I had to make sure I had mine full too. Yep. Uh, Latavius Murray. And I'm going to go to Latavius Murray and Darrell Henderson here. Two more running backs. Two more the running be- backs. The best that, two left, I agree. Two more running backs that could have their own value, touchdown upside, um, will get work even with Alvin Kamara and Cam Akers being the top guys most likely. Uh, but if one of those guys go down, we saw Latavius Murray be the overall number one running back a couple years ago when Kamara went out. And Darrell Henderson, I gushed about him on my last episode as well. So kind of feeling that. So I'm going to go Latavius Murray and Darrell Henderson. You're on the clock here, man. I'm going to buzz through the rest of these picks, make your last pick, and then we will recap here in just a second. Um, you went with Jamal... Let's see. It was uh, you went with Gus Edwards. Then it was Lance, Mike Williams, who I love, Tyler Higby, Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, Hunter Henry, Gurley, Mooney, Singletary, Tunyon, Fields, Devontae Parker. I went with Latavius Murray, Cousins, Elijah Moore, and then I went Darrell Henderson, Henry Ruggs, Gainwell, Ryan Tan. Uh, excuse me, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, Rondale Moore of the Cardinals, Miko Hardman, uh, Evan Ingram. And who is your final pick in this uh, 12-round RB-heavy PPR draft? Uh, I grabbed Paris Campbell with Indianapolis. I think uh, if he stays healthy, which is kind of a big if, but Mm -hmm. if he stays healthy, I mean, I think he could out-target Pittman um, and become a really nice target in the middle for Mr. Wentz. I agree. And if Carson Wentz can maintain and get back to his anything close to 2017, he's going to be just fine there. Uh, Lucas went with Daniel Jones. Carson Wentz went off late. And that is our draft. Let me blow this up. I'm actually going to boot us off the screen for a second and pull this into the main screen there. Boom. Make it a little bigger for y'all watching at home. All right. So let's go through these squads really quickly. Let's go with yours first, Kyle. And again, you purposely went running back heavy. And I want to reiterate, because I don't want people coming at me, you don't go into a draft saying, I'm going to draft this way. Now, Kyle can come into a draft and say, I have the number three pick. I'm going to get one of the three big dogs. And if I get somebody in the second and the third and I end up running back heavy, I'm good with that. So maybe I'll look at that way. But don't force it. You know, he wanted George Kittle there, but he fell right before him. So he went with CEH. Make sure you stay flexible. So you purposely went running back heavy for your strategy. I purposely went zero RB. Let's take a look at these teams after the fact and break them down a little bit. Why don't you give me your entire roster first, and then we'll talk about some of your picks. 
All right. Uh, let's see. So I got. So you want me to just go through like round by round or through my actual? Yeah, like, round by round's fine. Okay. So I grabbed Dalvin Cook in the first round, Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards Alaire, uh, ETN, Hawkinson, Cortland Sutton, PJ Chark, Matt Stafford, Rashad Bateman, Gus Edwards, Jamal Williams, and Paris Campbell. So of this team, who is who is the player that you would consider maybe a value? The 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 player that fell to you, we're like, oh shit, <laughs> they're still on the clock. I gotta grab them. Who's the player that you feel with the most value here on this team? Uh I think it's Cortland Sutton. All right. I think uh six ten. Yeah, getting him in the sixth round. I I think uh his talent level is way above Whereas ADP is, but I think, uh, well, you know, fantasy football is a, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. He, you know, he gets hurt last year and everybody forgets about him. Well, that's to my benefit. I totally agree. And especially if you're going RB heavy, your first wide receiver is still a wide receiver one. Now mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation in Denver. So that's a little bit of a up in the air. Um, but assuming Cortland Sutton can, you know, he was doing well with Joe Flacco and 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 Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater, who isn't flashy necessarily, gets it done. He had three top 36 wide receivers last year in Carolina. Right. I think Judy and Sutton can both at least be wide receiver threes, maybe wide receiver twos, uh, and Sutton with that upside in the red zone there. What's a draft pick on this squad here that you, you know, if you were to go back through it, you might have you might have gone another direction. Uh probably the next round, Chark. I might have spent a little more time. Uh, let's see who was around him here. Let's, let's revisit that pick. You're at 7-3. Uh, you can look at some of the players around him in general. I'll list them off here for the podcast. Deontay, actually, well, they all went before you. So who goes yeah, after yeah. him that you could have gone with? Uh, Juju, Raheem Mostert, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool, Kenyon Drake, um, Jalen Waddle, maybe, Mike Davis. Would you have taken any of those guys uh, Mostert- in hindsight over – Chark. Yeah, Mostert and maybe Claypool kind of jump out. Um, maybe even Mike Davis. Um, are all guys that I, I probably would have been better off grabbing. Uh, Chark's got a lot of hype around him. He's got a shot to be the number one guy there, but I just right now I don't feel super confident between him and Chenault, who is going to be top dog. Yep. I agree with you. And again, I think we all love Trevor Lawrence long term uh, Mm -hmm. and we'll see what Urban Meyer does. But the reality is he is a rookie quarterback in the NFL. Um, And we have seen rookie quarterbacks do pretty well the last couple of years. Baker Mayfield, of course, Kyler Murray played well. Um, And uh, then, of course, Justin Herbert, um, Joe Burrow last year. So we'll see what happens. But DJ Chark, I think I would agree with you that that's the one pick on the squad that I was kind of like, meh, like, I, you know, I would have gone somewhere else as well. Okay, so that's a running back heavy strategy. Once again, Cook, Harris, Najee Harris, CEH, ETN, Hawkinson, Sutton, Chark, Stafford, Bateman, Edwards, Jamal Williams, and Paris Campbell. Okay, let's go to the other side here, and I'll share my team. I went with zero RB on purpose, so I did not pick a running back purposely for five rounds. And then I actually chose to go another wide receiver in the sixth because I (laughs) like that player. So I went six Mm. rounds without picking a running back Let's see how my squad looks. 
first round, I went with Devontae Adams. I know this is risky. Um, obviously, if I hear anything negative about Rodgers, I'm not making this pick, but I'm going to assume he comes back. I feel he comes back. Um, so I'm going to go with Devontae Adams, who's my guy, and uh, he went after Tyreek Hill in this, so technically I'm going to take him as a maybe a, a steal a little bit as a second wide receiver. So I'm going to take Devontae Adams in the first round. DK Metcalf, a lot of people might think this is a reach over Stephon Diggs, over uh, New Hopkins potentially. I think DK takes another step this year. Russ might be gone out of Seattle next year. That's just kind of a gut feeling I have. So regardless of what the franchise wants, Russ might want to air it out a little bit more like he did in the first half. DK Metcalf was the second wide receiver in fantasy points per game last year over the first nine games behind only Devontae Adams before they started flipping the script and running the ball more in Seattle. If they return back to that pace, I think DK Metcalf can absolutely surprise. So I'm going to go with DK here, top of the second. Uh, Darren Waller fell to me in the third round. I think that was a steal there. Cooper Cup. Love that pick, yeah. And then I had um, we had Dak Prescott, and then I went with Brandon Ayuk instead of a running back here. All the running backs were kind of mundane. They were all the same. So I'm going to take a high upside wide receiver here, Brandon Ayuk. And then I went with James Conner, Mike Davis, Naheem Hines, Latavius Murray, and Darrell Henderson, five running backs out of my last six picks with Antonio Brown thrown in there as well. My, my uh, value pick, I guess, I think this is a no-brainer here. I think you would agree. This is Darren Waller in the third round. Not only the third round, but the back of the third round. This is yeah. <laughs> this is two picks away from the fourth round. Um, I don't think come draft season in the next couple of weeks, Darren Waller's fallen outside of the second, let alone middle to back end of the third round. So that was uh, an automatic scoop there um, with Darren Waller in the third. My my uh, could have gone elsewhere pick. Um, I don't know, man. I don't yeah, nothing jumps out as like like I I like my top six picks. Now, because I was doing that strategy, it's kind of hard for me to say, oh, I would have preferred, you know, I don't know, Austin Eckler over DK Metcalf or something like that, because it was so early. I was purposely picking wide receivers or non-running backs. Right. So if I'm going like, you know, just nitpicking a little bit, um, Instead of one of these backups here, instead of like Naheem Hines, for example, um, I could have gone with, I think, you know, uh, let's see, coming back around. Um, I do like Robbie Anderson. I do like Michael Pittman. And I do like Mike Williams. Um, I could have gone with Tony Pollard, potentially, who we know what would happen in, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. There's some of those players, but otherwise, man, I, I, I kind of don't have a, a regret on this draft, to be honest. For the no, strategy I, that I went with, yeah, I uh, I really like the way that team turned out. I think uh, I think you did pretty good with every pick there, my man. Awesome, I appreciate it. Once again, Devonte Adams, DK Metcalf, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, uh, Dak Prescott, Brandon Ayuk, James Conner, Mike Davis, Naheem Hines, Antonio Brown, Latavius Murray, and Darrell Henderson. I went zero RB, six rounds without a running back. Kyle went running back heavy. Four rounds. Now, I would say running back heavy is even just three rounds. You went four and still ended up. I mean, look, if if, if Travis Etienne actually catches the ball the way Urban Meyer says he might and CEH bounces back this year and just scores like three more touchdowns than he did last year, you're talking about the potential of, A, maybe the number one overall running back in, Britain, in Dalvin Cook. Najee Harris, CEH, and Travis Etienne should all be at least RB2s 
and I think they all have RB1 upside if the chips fall their way. Man, if you score on three of the four of those guys and the other one's like an RB2 or something, yeah. you're going to smash. Totally. Yeah, I, I, I like the – and typically I, I do draft pretty running back heavy with the exception of an early tight end. So this was not too far off key for what I'm kind of used to doing anyways. And it's not, and it's not that I go into a draft to that strategy. That's just typically how it happens to fall, you know. So after after looking at this, and this isn't a regret. We already went through that. Maybe you're talking, you know, DJ Chark. You would have gone elsewhere. You went RB heavy on purpose for the for the exercise. But George Kittle was picked one pick before you in the third round. Would you have taken him if available in a normal draft right there? Um, I would have taken him at two ten. Okay. In a normal draft, I would have taken him right there. So you're not taking the risk that he falls. Do you have no. uh, Kittle or Waller higher? Uh, Kittle for me. Okay, so Kelsey, Kittle, Waller? I mean, he's a higher injury risk, but the dude's ridiculous when he plays. <laughs> like, I just – I love him. I love him to death, and I can't help it. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. And with a, with a healthy running – or healthy quarterback – um, whoever it is, Jimmy Jeter or, or Trey Lance is going to be better than my boy Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard this year. So if, if Kittle can stay healthy, they should be just fine. I'm not All right, my man, I'm going to kick this Jimmy kick G, this yeah. off and bring this bring us back here just a second. Boom. Yep. yep. All right, man. So once again, uh, I've been joined today by my man Kyle Dozier of Boom Bus Fantasy Football. Make sure you check them out at Boom Bus Fantasy Football on Instagram. Once again, they have a lot of things cooking. Uh, once we uh, have some – some public shareable knowledge. We will definitely be dropping that here on the podcast. You guys have some exciting things brewing, um, which uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled for you. Uh, and just the ideas that you have behind the scenes, I think are great for the industry in general and, and your page. Uh, and I appreciate what you guys are doing um, just in general, trying to build yourselves up. You know, there's a lot of up and coming accounts here and I think you guys are doing all the right things. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're trying to build ourselves up, but we're trying to build up the community too. Everybody, we, we, we all benefit more from supporting each other than just trying to compete against each other, you know? So, uh, I mean, fantasy football is about community and camaraderie. And so we're just, you know, kind of carrying that spirit across to other pages and other channels as well. So, uh, we're having a blast doing it and look forward to a whole lot more fun like this. Absolutely, man. Well, I, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you again for coming on. Make Thanks sure once again you follow Kyle and the rest of the team over at Boom Bust Fantasy Football on Instagram. You can also go check out. They do a lot of live stuff as well on YouTube. Check out their YouTube page. They do a lot of mock drafts and do other things as well. They bring in people from the industry, and I've chimed in on a couple of their shows as well, so you can chime in on those live feeds. Make sure to also follow the Candlestick Kids. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at my name, Sky Guasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A. S C O you can find us on Instagram at fantasy football underscore TCK pod. And of course, please subscribe, hit the bell and leave a comment below right here on YouTube on which team you would prefer to have. Do You prefer to go Kyle's strategy with the running back heavy in the first four rounds with stud running backs, Dalvin cook, Najee Harris, CEH, Travis ETN, or would you rather punt and, and get stud wide receivers, quarterback, and tight end like I did at the 11th spot. Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, Dak Prescott, Brandon Ayuk, all before my first running back. Which strategy do you prefer? Which picks do you like? Which picks do you think we may have missed on? Make sure you leave a comment below. 
Kyle, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thanks again for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I had a good time. All right, brother. We'll do it again soon. For my man, Kyle Dozier, and the rest of the Boom Bust Fantasy Football Squad, I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.